All right, John, should we get the show on the road? Let's do this. all right so when i play that little like intro video thing i have to manually unmute my mic because it, it automatically mutes them sure yeah, so yeah. that i can do the all right while it's fading out so it's not awkward i've um, I just want you to know the level of attention to detail i go through to get these intros smoothly so this was probably last episode maybe the episode before but i also looked at it today um, I know exactly what you were doing because when I would hear you through the intro going all right, and I look down and I see that I'm still muted, it's like either he's manually unmuting himself or everything <laughs> he's saying right now is not going to be captured. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> it was a, maybe a couple of episodes ago where you started the, oh, and it's like, mine still shows mute. And so I'm yeah. kind of smiling when the camera cuts in because I'm thinking none of that, none of that got captured. If and you then, can hear it, it's unmuted. That's right. So yeah, no kudos. I've uh, tried to unmute you too, but I can't. So like, if you want to get in on the all right, then you can manually so, unmute yourself. I'm not really an I'm not really an all right guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think most people know. Um, any if anything, uh, what I do during the intro music, the only thing I, I always do is match the note of the last that last the doom, <laughs> and I just carry that. I just carry that in, and it's like people don't need to hear that. You know? So that's so funny. That, this is probably uh, for if anybody is still listening, the, uh, if they haven't already just tuned out completely. Like, well, why do we care about your, the little nuance? That's right. Your, That's right. I just, you know, these yeah. are the things I think about as we're going live. Uh, well, and and uh, went back a couple episodes when I wondered that and was laughing about it. I listened to the episode and you're all right was in. So I was like, dude, he's unmuting. He is 100% unmuting him. So I'm, I'm right there with you. Yeah. John, there's only a it. couple of things I take seriously in life. Foodborne illness and uh, <laughs> saying, all right. That's on right. The John and Nick show. So that's right. Uh, other than that, pretty much don't care about anything. Yeah. Anything. Uh, that's perfect. So we're, here we are. Episode six. We are back. Uh, yes. Doing this, doing six, this podcast six. thing. Yeah. How's your week been? It's been pretty good. I, okay. so I got, I think I told you, I don't remember if I've, I don't think I, I don't know if I've talked about this on the podcast. Uh, so like a couple weeks ago, I got roped into running one of the one day hood to coast. So oh. there's like this last weekend was like the full hood to coast. That's like the OG hood to coast. You still, uh, you still did it. I didn't do this. La I didn't do the full OG hood to coast. I've done that one before. That's okay. the big one. That's the one that like Kevin Hart ran a few years yeah, back. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm familiar. I with did it. it that year. Yeah. Um, that's like a two day event. You got two vans mm -hmm. going. Mm -hmm. It's not that much fun. There's so many people. Like four legs or something. Two vans, four you legs. You run three times. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, and it sucks. I mean, it's brutal. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah. But like as far as it's so crowded because there's so many people yep. that do it. Yep. Um, you don't really have any time to get out of the van at the exchange points and talk to other runners and just right. kind of have fun and stuff. You're just kind of in the van the whole time. Right. Uh, 
and so it's not as much fun. So, but who? I have an host... interesting story about a a friend uh, who um, runs that every year with a group of their close friends, and um, and didn't do it this year. Oh, um, yeah. I'm curious. Is that uh, the story? That's pretty. That's pretty. Because that wasn't story. that interesting. What? No, that. Is... <laughs> Why are you not laughing? <laughs> this was but, um... hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> uh no so it's just interesting it made me think of it and and maybe uh you have something to to add on in in what you've done this year but um as you can imagine with everything going on this year uh, there's there's people on two different sides right with oh, with, sure, with, ev sure, sure. with everything but it was this like you know, really, really tight knit group of of lifelong friends. And and even though they live in different states, um, they would always come together and run the hood to coast. And it was like kind of the annual let's get the friends together and, and do something fun. And something came up where uh, one of the friends was like group text right before. I mean, I just talked to them about it last week. And so if the or uh, maybe a couple weeks ago, so um, right before the event was like, Hey, you know, I don't want to throw a wrench into things, but before I get on a plane and come out there for her to hood to coast and, you know, spend the weekend in a van with all of you, I just want to make sure that everybody's vaccinated. Right. <laughs> okay. And it was, and he was telling me the story that it was like, as soon as that text came through, it was like, so-and-so left the group. So-and-so, so-and-so <laughs> left the group chat. This person left oh. the group chat. And just, then somebody got else texted real quick. Yes. And somebody else texted and was like, wait a minute. Well, I didn't even think about this, but I'm going to be in the van. We're going to be sweating and, and breathing hard and, and running. Like, yeah. I'm just assuming should like is I assumed the people in the van with me were vaccinated and it was like so and so left the group. And uh, and so, yeah, he was like, dude, it just it just blew up. And, and he was like, so I just ended up saying, hey, well, OK, then, guys, I'm just going to say it since people are leaving the group anyways. Like, let's just call it. You know, I'm not I'm not going to run this year. So yeah. he's like, now nobody's getting together. They're not running this year over um, over Out the registration fee. That's yeah. right. Right. So any any concerns or anything like that, like with the people you were with uh, while you guys were running this this, um, you know, well, the, the so smaller so version? I didn't so I didn't do it this this weekend. So. Oh, OK. OK. That's not the one I'm doing. I don't like that. I don't like the full one, the two day one. So yeah, Hood, yeah, to, yeah. Hood to Coast is now a brand. Uh, it used gotcha. to just be like the hood to coast race. Now hood to coast is a brand that does lots of relays and they all end like at a coast. I see. Uh, okay. not all the same coast. So it's not the same. Sure. So you'll run like, do they all start spots. at a place called hood? Uh, no, 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 no. That's uh, so that's the thing is that's, they I all end on a coast based on that alone. Yeah. So it's just kind of like the HTC brand. Okay. Now. Um, and so like the one I'm doing is on September 11th. And okay. I got asked about it. So I'm running with uh, a bunch of the teachers that I used to teach with at RA Long. Nice. Um, and they were short a couple people. And they're like, hey, are you interested in doing this with us again? I did it uh, a couple years ago with okay. them. And because uh, all the races got canceled last year. So it was the one before. And right. it was a lot of fun. And uh, and it's a one day. There's a lot less like vans. So it's not as crowded. You get to the next exchange point. You can get out, stretch, walk around, talk to people. It's It's a lot of fun. Yeah. But I... I've been doing CrossFit, but I have not been running. Like I've only ran like once all summer. Uh, say, there's some running in CrossFit, but not the type that you're talking it's not, about. Yeah, because essentially, me. yeah, it, you gotta be. To make me throw up. You're but... gonna run like two eight mile legs at the, this. Yeah, that's so gross. You'll run twice. So, 
Uh, Although I feel like for you, just the other day, um, you went from not running for a couple of months to like, yeah, I just knocked out 11 miles. Yeah. So here's the thing with that is, uh, so that was my fourth run and okay. I, and I did 11 miles and I, I'm in cross, like I'm in CrossFit shape. So I do a lot right. of squats and stuff. So you in bad just... shape is not bad shape for other people. And that, mean, that's you're, fair. You're, you're fit. You know, that's fair. Uh, yeah. But like the joints, like blister spots, like you got toughen gotcha. your feet up. That's the that's sure. the hard part. Like the hips, okay. it's a little different. Um, and even in CrossFit, like you're usually on fatigued legs anyway, so you're running. Your stride yeah. is like, uh, yeah, you're like the baby deer. You yes, know? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I I started getting a lower calf strain. So because I've been doing like CrossFit in the morning, then running in the evenings, then one long run on the weekends. Wow. And okay. so fourth run. Uh, I did 11 miles and then I did a couple of just like shorter runs, uh, this week mm. and then started getting a low calf sprain. And so I, I had to take, like, I took Friday off from CrossFit, didn't do my long run this weekend. So right. now I'm like, I'm two weeks out from this thing. And now I'm like, okay. And I've gone into this event before with, uh, low calf strains. Cause I tried to get okay. amped up too quickly. Yeah. And so that's, what's been going on with me is I'm like, Okay, trying to find the balance between. And so now I'm like looking at the CrossFit workouts for the week. Like, okay, what days I probably need to stop doing two a days is basically here's sure. the takeaway, John, is that at yeah. nearly 40 years old, I am not in good enough shape <laughs> to be doing no, it's not an even intense weightlifting in... thing and then running in the evening. I don't even so. know that it's, a, that it's a matter of you not being in good enough shape. I just think it's a matter of, of we don't recover like we used to. That, yeah, you know? well, that, um, that's 100%. You yeah. can do the thing, but you're not going to bounce back in eight hours and be able to go do the thing again, whatever, whatever it is. Right. Um, which is the hard part, because that's exact. That's literally that's what this the event run. consists of. <laughs> so but I'm like, we only got to do it one day. Uh, oh. <laughs> so it's going to be brutal. And so I'm trying to be smarter about like, so I'll be either I need to. I was like, my wife and I were talking and she's like, yeah, you probably need to do either or not both right. on a day. So. So okay. I got to figure that out for next week. Yeah. So, um, you but know, no, similar... I'm not concerned about the van thing because uh, they're all teachers and it's mandated for them to get back. I was going to say, anyways. yeah, no. or they're going to be unemployed. Yeah. So, right. I mean, um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, very, very similar to you, uh, you know, this week for me. Um, so I we spent some time, my wife and I, pressure washing and staining the fence in, yeah. the, in the backyard. and. Um, one, there, there's a couple of things that that stood out to me here. One is my wife is an absolute workhorse. Mm. And uh, I just I don't know that I appreciated it enough. Um, but to give you an idea, you know, when we went around, it's been a couple of years and we didn't stain when we moved in. So it's just been bare wood for, you know, a couple of years and it's gotten all gray and just mm. nasty um, with the weather. And so I uh, took the pressure washer out there and um, just started like basically stripping that top layer of, of wood. And I did two panels, which a panel is probably, I don't know, five feet, six feet, something okay. like that, you know, across. And, and the boards are um, just a little bit over, over the top of my head. And, um, and I would say after two panels, my arm felt like it was going to fall off. Oh geez. Like my from shoulder. Hold, holding the... yeah, yeah. Cause I'm like, I'm like got <clears throat> this, this angle and you're going up and down and, and Oh, you're doing like... it like a paintball. You're kind like, of, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. That, you and, see those paintballs the... get it like super high. <laughs> it's like, cause I wanted to get the right angle at the top. And so, um, 
and so yeah so uh i was thinking oh god this is sucks and i'm sweating already and i'm counting and there's like 28 panels across the entire backyard and it's like this <laughs> sucks dude i kid you not this because this was earlier in the week this was probably wednesday night that i'm starting um I turn around after the second panel where I'm actually thinking, am I going to be able to do all of this? Like I'm trying to get it done so that I, it can dry for a few days before yeah. I stain. And, and I'm, I'm like, I'm already looking and counting how many panels there are and thinking, God, I'm only two panels in this is this. By the time I get bad. this done, they're going to be turning gray again. That's that's right. <laughs> Dude. I turn around and Ashley is like right on my shoulder and she's like smiling ear to ear and she's she was like, hey, can I can I try? That looks like a lot of fun. Can I try? And I was like, I mean, yeah, knock yourself out. You know, do what you got to do. She jumps in and she's like, I really, really love this. Can I just keep doing? <laughs> yes. She's like, are you, it like, like, like gangster style. <laughs> that's right. Dude, like, I mean, if if it's not too far from the truth that you could picture her like saying it loudly because the pressure washer's loud. I really love this. Do you mind if I keep doing this? As she like turns around and I'm already in the shower. Like I'm <laughs> I'm gone. I'm gone. Like pieces of clothing are like leading the way to the bathroom because I've already been like you got this. You got this. So so uh so I I went was like, "Yeah, knock yourself out." I took the kids to dinner. Um, you know, got her some food like uh I and and I tell you what, she stayed out there until it was done. Oh, I mean, crushed hours, crushed it, absolutely crushed it. And then the next day, not only did she pressure wash the entire fence and the deck, but the next day she took a sander out there oh, and wow. sanded the entire deck, sanded the rails, sanded the floor, like got everything. Absolute, absolute workhorse. And then uh, this weekend, I stained um, the fence. And um, for that, I, I used a, a sprayer. I don't know if you've ever used a, yeah. a, a hand sprayer. Yeah. Sometimes you kind of two-hand it, you know, to get get the, I want to keep the right distance and, and have a smooth kind of operation. Um, and I kid you not, man, just from the motion of like, raising the sprayer up and down this weekend across the, uh, the whole fence. My back feels like it's going to crumple at any minute. I feel like an absolute, like I'm 80. I mean, I, I, it hurts. It hurts to move around at any at, point though, John, did you do, did you say like what Ashley said with the feet? Were you like your shoulder and back doesn't hurt? This, oh no. Well, see, that's, what's funny. Hers, <laughs> she, she woke up, her back hurts so bad. Um, still, that she woke up uh, in the middle of the night and like was was nervous because it was hard for her to breathe. Oh no! And so she had convinced herself. Kid you not. This is this is how messed up like you know late thirties, early forties get. Um, convinced herself that uh, she had a rib out of place and it had punctured a lung. <laughs> Just went straight to that because that's what Google does, man. You say, hey, back back pain, rib out hard to breathe boom you you punctured a lung get to the er um luckily she didn't wake me up and have me take her to the er because uh, that would have been a waste of money but um but yeah dude we're just a mess we're laughing about it now it's like yeah. we're absolute messes and and all we did was you know she lifted up a pressure washer uh gun and i lifted up a hand sprayer all day 
and uh, and it just wrecked, just absolute wrecked. So, like I was saying, almost identical to what you're going through, right? Like I'm, I have to pace sure. myself because I'm not getting any younger, and you know I'm just not built for that type of work. Yeah. Um, that frequently, I got to give myself more rest days. I'm That's built what for I'm, a, I'm built for thinking jobs. This, <laughs> thinking if jobs. I had a team of people with like a plethora of sprayers, I would be able to direct them. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. and 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 show them the correct way to do it now. But um, yeah, me being the one out there all day. Oh, yeah. My body. Well, the my whole, body's mad at me. The whole reason I started doing CrossFit again was because as I'm, you know, going to turn 40 this year. Uh, well, I guess, no, right at the beginning of the next year. I always forget. Mm. Uh, I always think in terms of like school years. Gotcha. Uh, but as I'm going to be turning 40 in, you know, five months or whatever. Right. Uh, I, I just think about like how many people throw their backs out, just like picking up a milk jug, yeah. like coming and putting the groceries away, you know, or something stupid like that. And I'm One like, one of the yeah. worst times I ever threw my back out was just bending over to pull the sock on. On oh my, my foot, <laughs> I I like bent. I lifted one foot off the ground and I bent down to like just pull it up, and something tweaked and dude, it dropped me to the ground and my back was out for like days. Yeah, it was one of the worst. <clears throat> I was just putting a sock on, that and that's what I don't stupid. want to happen. I right. will inevitably throw my back out trying to like get a hundred and fifty snatches in. Sure. Uh, in a 15 minute that makes sense, workout, though. right? Because you know, CrossFit is terrible <laughs> for like people like me that are super competitive and like, yeah, just like, like we were doing one the other day and it was, I should not be doing this many snatches <laughs> when I have not been snatching regularly. And of course, like the coaches are really good. And I, I know the, I know the coaches. Uh, and so they know me pretty well too, where they're like, Nick, you need to scale back on this one go right. really light. You're not like, you haven't been doing this again long enough. Cause it's been some years since I've done it, but still I'm just like, I can get another. Ah! And that'll be the time that I'm like, just all stoved up, but at least I'll do it like doing something athletic and I can live with that. It's, it's really hard for me. And, and I don't, the part of, I realize that it sounds super arrogant. Um, at the same time, it, it's always been hard for me to get into CrossFit. And, you know, I tried uh, a few times. We have a, a, a both have a mutual friend, a, a couple actually that are that are really into it. And what I found is that that whole mentality that you have to have to be like super competitive, right? And really gung ho. And I got to be really intense. Like that's come and gone for me. Yeah, I think there was a I mean, honestly, there was a, a period of my life where I needed that I needed to have that mentality to get through the Marines. Yeah. Right. But then when I did and I got out and it, it felt like I checked the box. And so now when it comes to any of those types of things where I feel like it's this incredibly, I don't want to say macho. I think that's an insult. And it may, maybe maybe take that, but not as insulting as it might sound. But right, that no, whole no, like, do you know what I mean? Like that? Man, yeah. yeah, we got to We got to get it. I just feel like, man, I, no, I've been there. I've been there, done that. I don't I don't have that drive to like. I got to see myself on the leaderboard anymore. Right. I just, wa just want to get in shape. You have you know? that. It shows up differently in you than it does in me. You have, you have that same psychopath, um, a, like the psychotic ability to work really hard at something, but it shows up like for you, you'll push through frustrating, um, like 
business situations right to get to the result that you want where like i'm much more likely at that to be like f this i'm out (laughs) like set fire to it yep just walk away (laughs) this is stupid i quit i'm gonna go like i'm gonna go and then you'll go crush two a days that's right exactly so like i mean you so you have that same kind of competitiveness and drive it just manifests differently in you now that's right Uh, i mean i I can push through things at work there's times i have to do that but like the level you'll hit a different gear of focus to do that um like when you were doing when you were still doing outside sales yeah um when you were doing the tool rental kind of stuff and you would you had that motor where you could go make those extra two stops right on a day where at that point i'm like you know what i've been rejected all day by people (laughs) i'm gonna go get a smoothie and and then there's some days right when you have that day of rejection that like the next day you start and you're like okay new brand new day we're gonna do this and the first call you make you get rejected and you're like i'm done (laughs) (laughs) i tried yeah you know what yeah I, i gave it my best yeah, uh, there's a new a show new on Netflix, and <laughs> I'm gonna stream that <laughs> while I send some emails. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Literally, have done that uh, oh, when I was in yeah. outside sales. So, uh, yeah, yeah, it's I, I don't get know. It. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't know why. I just like I just like doing hard things. Uh, and then I right. know, like, because I'm coaching wrestling, I know that like I'm trying to bulletproof myself a little bit because like last year I didn't wrestle much with kids because I was too afraid of getting hurt. Uh, mm. And I'm like, this is stupid. No. I can I can fix that. Yeah. If I lift, and, if I lift heavy things, it'll make it less likely to get hurt wrestling around with people. So. And then you're going to need to be worried to not hurt them. That's right. That's, that's genuine. Right. I mean, honestly, that's, that's what it will come down to. It's still my knees. My knees are like, uh, certain <clears throat> situations. I'm like, yeah, I don't shoot. I don't shoot anymore. I'm just right. like defensive. Uh, but even in that there was like certain positions where I'm like, ah, I could feel my shoulders felt weak. So just right. trying to strengthen that stuff up so I can coach and. For me, it's a wake up call that like just lifting a sprayer, uh, a stain sprayer (laughs) all day for, I mean, and I say all day, but maybe five hours. Yeah. Um, Like that shouldn't make my entire core feel like, you know, a lopsided Jenga tower. Do you know what I mean? Because that's what it feels. It feels like just somebody pulls the wrong, you know, uh, tile Look, and John, my in, whole spine is going to come in this day of body positivity. I don't want to shame you, but that's not, <laughs> that's not good. I mean, that's... no, I think, but that's what I'm saying. I I'm, I'm big and I'm not beautiful. All right. <laughs> like <laughs> I, it's big and it's showing me that it's unhealthy. Yeah. yeah. So, and that, that's what I'm finding. Maybe I need to find a CrossFit CrossFit gym somewhere, or, you know, just like, some push-ups or something Maybe. Some <laughs> or yoga. you know do, some do yoga. something yeah yeah go for a walk get the beach body um, app you can just that? you can do some stuff at home there's plenty of good stuff you can do at yeah. home uh no um for real now in, in did we were i don't even know if we were planning on talking about this but uh in all seriousness i uh we recently got a tonal i don't know if i told you about oh, that oh have no. you seen those things i have I've you been need interested to come over those. and try dude i'm telling Digital you weights. It, I'm telling Two you, of my favorite things, John. I started Digital lifting again. And weights. I started lifting again as a as a response uh, to this thing finally showing up, and I love it. Um, of all the things that like stupid things we've spent money on, you know, Peloton is is at the top of the list. You um, have one of those. We have one of those. We've had one for years, and um, I just, just I mean, jamming out with Craig <laughs> on the Peloton. I used That's the it, part I can't get into. I used it realistically i would say three to four times a week for probably three months 
and then just was like, man, I'm just kind of over it. Um, but I've never, even when I was, when I was younger, like all through high school, I was a gym rat. I just wanted to lift. Uh, and, and I was able to develop enough of, of, you know, my fitness so that when I went into the Marines, I was capable of running, Sure, but I hated running. I never ran before the Marines. I haven't run really after. And, um, and it's just weird because now that I've put on weight, it's like, everything I try to go to, to lose the weight is all cardio based. Mm. And, and I've never been into that. So I was like, you know, why don't I, why don't we look at something like this? We could put it in the workout room and maybe I could, I could start just lifting again. And And it'll adjust. Like as you start getting stronger, it automatically increases the load. Right. So you don't have to like put the pin in and remember how much do I do on this? That's cool. You, you do, um, you do like four or five, uh, key lifts when you, uh, create your account. And it will it will base the weight that you use for every workout off of that that initial ability, right? And so then, um, if it tells me to do a bench press or whatever, I just get the bench in place. I get it all. I push the the Bluetooth button. It activates the weight, and then I do it. And if I and it's it's calculating how much power, like how easily I'm lifting the weight. Yeah. Um, and then the smoothness. So it's it's giving you feedback if you're like too jerky or you know whatever. And if it sees that I'm doing it too easily, then the next like set that I have, that weight is going to be increased. Yeah. And it's going to keep kind of adjusting that. But if it for some reason I'm like, oh man, I'm struggling and I can't get this up, um, it will it will notice and it'll drop the weight so that it'll like adjust so that you're you're maintaining that. Dude, I'm telling you, I've I've absolutely, absolutely loved it. So that's um, cool. Yeah, if you're if you're interested, uh you come over sometime and and I'll show you, you can check it out. Yeah, I'll have to I'll have to check that thing out. The Peloton thing. Do you ever get over like the feeling of your taint just getting uppercutted? Cause like yes. I don't, when I was a kid, man, I, I used did. to ride my bike all over all day. Like I lived on my bike, I'd get around and I was right. never sore. And then I remember getting a bike like in my twenties yes. uh, after Tamara and I got married and I went for like a five mile bike ride and dude, it felt oh. like I had been punted in the taint uh, four or five miles. Yeah, <laughs> this is like, oh, and um, every time I ride a bike, dude, I, 100%. Like, I get, yeah. So, so I, I corrected that in a couple of different ways, uh, to start, there's no like real great answer because it is going to hurt. Uh, although just to know that it does get better. But what I did was I went on Amazon and I bought a really, really like thick padded seat cover for the okay. Peloton. But then that wasn't quite enough. I went and got bicyclist like underwear, shorts, basically that like also have pads. Yeah, they they uh, the same padding that you would imagine on a bike. Like they have it built into the shorts. Okay. Um, and mm. so it was. I'm basically riding double padded, and that that made a huge difference. Although, dude, even with that, it man, it still felt like instead of maybe kicking, it was somebody you know like like jabbing right um you still (laughs) felt like holy cow i got i got my freaking tank kicked in uh but then i don't know i'd say after um i did it you know if we said three times three rides a week i'd say by week three i i could go i could do an hour high intensity ride and i wouldn't i wouldn't feel a thing Uh, you'd be fine um yeah so i don't know if it's you know it's like building calluses you're 
your uh i'm sure there's something to that taint strengthening <laughs> just you take for granted like all the like the functional strength and muscles you taint you taint for granted like when you're a kid and you just like you know you go from being like a toddler walking around like yes. an animal on your hands you know and then like on the playground you're just constantly building your shoulder muscles like the yes. functional fitness of a child is insane is insane uh, you just ride your bike tricycle to a bike and their, to, and their flexibility too yeah the, the, the mobility like all the stuff ever that remember we... being sore when i was a kid no and like now you go like i hop on a bike and it's just if i don't have some special biker shorts that lifts and separates i mean then i just feel i just feel destroyed down there <laughs> that's right so that's right. let me ask you this when you would go to to work out on the peloton yeah. really fascinated by this i'm no, fascinated by the peloton culture okay did you like a douche call it hey hon i'm gonna go spin for a bit no i'm gonna go catch my spin no or did I you never say once okay. i'm gonna go ride the bike i'm gonna go <laughs> ride the bike you. that's Thank what i would say that. every time that's the part of like the peloton like uh hoorah yeah. rah culture kind of thing i just can't get behind is when people are like all right um, who's ready to spin with craig and i would <laughs> <laughs> I will say that there there is a competitive side to that that did I did appreciate. Um, so anytime you get into, uh, you don't have to do a live class. You can you can schedule and like I'm I'm gonna I want a reminder. I'm gonna I'm gonna get up and actually ride live with with this one. You don't have to. Every class that is done um, by by anybody in that studio is recorded, and you can just go back and and just take it whenever you okay. want um but so so i i then did you a don't lot get of, the live shout out you don't John's get the shout out that's here it. from that's washington it. that's right that's right getting and after so, it with aubrey so if you're into that then yeah do the live ones but otherwise it's it's pretty much the same experience and and so when you do a workout you get a list next to you that shows the rank that you have next to everybody that's done the workout before all all the users so wherever you stack normally what i found with how out of shape i am uh what i would shoot for is if ten thousand people had done the workout i want to be within five thousand i want to oh, know okay. that that even even though i'm out of shape and 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 i'm so not 50 you know, still failing i'm, but, I'm top that's uh... right i'm at least in the top 50 percent. <laughs> if i'm in the bottom 50 percent, like i'm pushing Okay. But what what I found is um, uh, not only does it show you that, it shows you who's doing the exercise right now. And okay. that's different, right? Because it could be all types of people, but it's like, wait, um, you know, 20 people are doing the exercise on the video right now at the same time that I'm doing it. And I can be like top three, yeah, you know? And so, and even if you don't care about top three, you could just be going and see that like, oh man, I'm, you know, I'm only a couple of points away from, from the next position, but you both are doing the workout. And so it, I found it, it pushes like, no, I'm not letting you, I'm not letting you get like, this. That's I'm, it. I'm, I'm going to start, I'm going to start freaking blood doping with EPO. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I'm going to spin to win, John spin to win. So, so that part of it I thought was really, was really cool. That's something the tonal doesn't have. Right. Yeah. There's no there's no leaderboard that like, you know, you're not competing against other people. Um, the Peloton really pushes that competitive side better than other than other equipment I've seen. But for somebody that's like, man, I'm not I'm not chasing that. I just want 
I want to have something I can do that is enjoyable to me, that helps me get stronger, that helps me maintain a level of fitness. Um, I've the the tonal is something I can't imagine giving up. Like that's yeah. that's that's been worth its its money. Well, for sure. and for the people that don't know you, they don't know like how psychotic you get when you get into a workout like routine. <laughs> like you're the guy who turned your garage this... <laughs> into a whole freaking CrossFit gym, that's full right. rubber, rubber, rubber floored the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. multiple bullet bars. Yeah, uh, like you had the whole thing. Even had like the wasn't it the glass ref like glass front refrigerator with bottles? Oh, of absolutely. Water? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. John doesn't like, you don't half-ass anything. You are right. a whole-asser. Uh, I'm a whole-asser. Don't half-ass lots of things. Whole-ass one thing. You might go three years in between working out, but, but when, when I you want get to, into it, yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> and so you're going to crack up because it's been a while since you've been to our house, but we turned our master bedroom into our workout space. <laughs> and so, I mean, you know, it, you're going to walk in there and say, oh, yep. You know, like it, that's, that makes sense. I'm going to John. That's right. We have the Peloton and now we have the tonal and I feel like we have everything we need. We have weights and yeah. cardio. I don't need to go crazier than that, but that's not to say that what we did wasn't crazy. I mean, that, that was, you know, we a, had, an investment. John, we had friends who were actually like CrossFit certified coaches who were trying to start their own little thing with a few people like out of their garage that right. didn't have as good of equipment as you. Well, now, see, uh, this is this is the charitable side because one of them still operates a gym for like youth, um, dis disadvantaged youth. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to say 99% of everything that was in that garage. I don't I don't know that I kept anything, frankly. Everything that was in that garage that you're describing, we gave to them. That's cool. So, um, yeah, it was just know, so funny when they're benefited like, from it. They're actually trying to do this. They're actually certified. And you just like, I'm just going to go buy everything. And Let's they're just, just like, it. let's oh, do it ourselves. Man. Dude, I had a whole name. I had a whole name picked out. Uh, I was going to call it, um, ETS, ETS CrossFit. And I was going to put that, it. Oh, embrace the suck, em right? Embrace the suck. And, uh, and then they were like, well, you can't call it CrossFit because you're not affiliated. And it's like, right, right, right. That's a I'm, license. I'm working out of my own garage. I'll call it whatever I want to. Yeah. Like, you know, the problem <laughs> is, is if I started like charging people to come yeah. work out, that's a problem, but I'll, yeah. I'll put CrossFit on whatever I want to, you know, um, so it's kind of funny. That was, <laughs> <laughs> that was the time you went and did, uh, when you like, you had people coming and you guys were working out together and you said you went to do a run and you puked in the puked. front yard. Yeah. Just talk to somebody else about this because some, <laughs> I have another friend outside of you that also just, it's like, Hey, I think I'm going to start running again. And they go run like nine miles. And I was like, what are you, what is, what is going on with John? It's your... not hard. It's left foot, right foot, left foot, right foot <laughs> with your genetics. And that was the joke. It was like, dude, we, we did this, uh, one CrossFit workout and, and I hated running. I, I always have, but I mean, even more now, cause it's, I'm in horrible shape, uh, when it comes to running and they were like, well, we'll just make it easy. And you, you basically just will run out of the cul-de-sac down to the corner and back and each round. <laughs> Right. And we're going to you have all these workouts you're going to do. And then you end the round with run to the corner and back. And when I say run to the corner, it's not I far. Want, I don't want you thinking full block here. Yeah. Right. This is this, this is I don't even think it's 100 yards. I don't think it's a football field to to the corner. So, um, you know, maybe I'm running a football field by going to the corner and back. 
and so the rounds, the, the, the workout starts, I do all the workouts in the garage and I feel fine. I feel great. You know, that's, Hey, one round down, I just got to run to the corner and back. All I do is run to the corner and on the way back, I, I get hit so hard from that run <laughs> that I literally collapse in my front yard and I'm vomiting. And that, that ended the workout for me. I could, that, I'm that, yeah. That our buddy that was, that was with me was like laughing hysterically because <laughs> he's just getting started. And then what do you do? It's like, well, like, Hey, the timer's still going. So I'm going to finish my workout. It's like, no, no, like, like, you know, you do, you do what you got to do, man. Like I'm just I gonna... have honestly never puked during a workout. Oh, that's crazy. Uh, and I've done like hard wrestling workouts. Like, yeah. so yeah, it's not yeah. for a lack of trying, just for whatever reason. Dude, I, I... wrestled in high school. You don't got to convince me. Like those right. were some of the hardest practices and for I any was, sport I've ever had. And I was the athlete who would complain to my coach if the practice wasn't hard enough. Like, great. Hey, we didn't work out very hard today. Since we took it light, I have to go do 20 stair loops after practice because mm. like this, this wasn't hard enough. I just like to go hard and, and, uh, cause I don't like gassing out in a match. Sure. Sure. And, uh, and so it never puked, never, ever like sprints running suicides. I, and I'd yeah, be yeah. like, I'd be in the, the front of the pack. Right. Like I wasn't always just the fastest pure foot racer, right. but I'm working as hard as everyone else, uh, or harder. Like I'm setting the tone. I was captain, you know, uh, never puked. We were doing, uh, something, one of our CrossFit workouts, uh, like two weeks ago, dude, I thought I was going to puke on that last one. There was one last like hundred meter sprint. Yeah. And I, and it was like something like we were doing squats or some sort of lift sure. and then immediately take off like burpees. And I took off and I was like, ah, there was somebody who we were kind of at the same pace and I, I was going to try to put it on them that last round. Right. And just like, I'm going to finish way stronger. And, uh, and dude, I was coming back and I had to like jog. I was sprinting. I was like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I was like, Oh, <laughs> now our gym is in front of like next door is like this, um, like roofing company. Yeah. And so they've got all the, in the mornings when we're working out, all of the people who go and do the roofing stuff, all the, um, all the workers are there and they're loading up their trucks with all their supplies for the day. So okay. there'll be like 30 guys standing out there just looking at us. Like we're freaking idiot maniacs because yeah, yeah. they're all standing on the sidewalk smoking and we're just like sprinting right past them. <laughs> There's like, it's so funny, dude. The amount of times I've almost been hit by like freaking, uh, roofing materials yeah. as we're running. And so I'm like hauling and I'm like, hum, hum. and I was like, okay. I am not puking in front of these freaking weather guard guys. Like yeah. it is not going to happen. Uh, and so I, I had to back off the gas cause I was like, dude, I, I like, I'm 39 years old. I'm finally going to puke for the first time in a workout. Like, yeah, no, uh, it's, it's running that will get that, get me to that point more than anything else. Um, but I also have never really had to push that hard until I got older and tried to start working out uh, again. I mean, when, when I was in uh, the Marines, our physical fitness test uh, consisted of pull-ups, uh, crunches in two minutes, and then a three-mile run. Which and the crunches I, thing is such like that's such a non-functional movement. Seriously, dude. Right, and like burpees. Burpees would make sense for a soldier. One hundred percent. I think like that's that would have been one. Yes. Um, there's no and, functional and I think value. Would have enjoyed of, it more, frankly. Sure. Um, yeah, set a timer and see how many burpees I can do in two minutes. Like that's, that's more fun and active yeah. than just somebody sitting on your feet. You cross your arms and you just sit up over and over and over. Yeah. Um, but I was always in, in enough shape that, uh, there's a max score. If you can get the max on each exercise, it's a hundred points. Okay. So for a total of 300 uh, the possible points that you can get, 
what they would consider a first class PFT physical fitness test is a 225 or better. So as long as you had a first class, nobody would mess like you're fine. You know what I mean? Okay. You are you are you are at the top of the standards that are is, is expected for your physical fitness. And I was always in good enough shape to do 20 pull-ups, which was the max, and 100 crunches in 2 minutes, which was the max. So I would have 200 points going into the 3-mile run, which meant all I had to do was not fail the run. Which a failure on the run, I want to say, was like 27 or 28 minutes. For um, and so, three miles? For three miles. Okay. And so, so I would I would cruise in um, on average, and they're like calling out, and I'm one of the last ones, and it's like 25, 31, 25, you know, 25, 32, and I'm just, I'm just cruising. And people would get so pissed because they want to see that, like, that last hundred yard sprint. You know oh, what sure. I mean? Really give it, give it everything. It's like, no, I don't, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> I hate this. And, and I'm just going to pass because yeah. then I get my, I get my 225 or better. I'm fine. Leave me alone. Um, and it wasn't until much later in life that it's like, now I'm trying to get into shape and I go run and I run a half a block and it's like, Oh my God, I'm like vomiting my freaking brains out. Yeah. Um, well, you it, have terrible running mechanics though. Remember we've I, talked about this yes. years ago. Like when you were trying, your feet are out when you run, I have so duck feet, I'm flat footed. Yeah. Um, I get really bad shin splints. Um, and so that was, the, it's like, if I'm running, I'm running really slowly. Yeah. <laughs> and, you would have to do awkwardly. You would have to do so much like like physical training kind of stuff to yeah. correct the things just to get your feet like it's not even worth it for at this point. Like and I'd have to just enjoy so I could it get, enough to want to yeah. make it better. That's just know? it. Like I'd have to do all this work and all this working out just to get in shape enough to do something I hate doing. I don't like doing <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to go lift my digital weights. <laughs> That's right. Oh, goodness. Well, John, we got, um, we did, we got some listener mail this week. Okay. Uh, let me, let me switch to here. Let me throw this up. If anybody is uh, interested in sending some listener mail, there you go. Uh, John and Nick show at gmail.com. That's Boom. the banner right there. Beauty. Back on there. Uh, and so we did get a couple of things. One was actually from my dad. My dad said, I'm listening, Perfect. getting caught up on the podcast. Uh, Hi, they uh, they put it on their big TV. <laughs> their oh, house, that's great. Get in the recliners uh, <laughs> and watch it. So uh, my dad reminded me of a story that I've heard uh, when I was a kid. Okay. Uh, so this was in when I was talking about how like when I would get, uh, I'll say unhealthy um, so that I don't get cancel cultured over calling somebody fat um, when I would get unhealthy people when i was a barista when i when overweight gave, people i'd give gave, them like sugar-free yeah. syrup and fat-free milk yep, just yep. like that's what you're getting so he reminded me he said uh hey remember when so when my dad worked at a and w i think it was a and w and that's okay. back uh before like now they're all like an a and w slash kfc like it was back when it was like a drive-in like you would pull in and they oh, put yeah, the trays yeah. on the like table a, like a like a sonic right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay <clears throat> and so uh, it was back, back then my dad said there used to be this lady that would come in and he always said that she would just like destroy a burger in like three bites Okay, ow, 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 gone. Right. And so he, he said one time he and his buddies are working and they're like, dude, 
that lady comes in every day. She eats those burgers so fast. I don't even know if she can taste them, right? Like it's that kind of thing. And so somehow they came up with the idea that I'll bet we could stick anything in that burger and she would eat it and not even notice. And so my dad sends out a burger, all veggies, like no meat on this thing at all on a burger. Yeah. And, uh, and she ate the whole thing. No, three bites. (laughs) There's no way. Doesn't even say anything. Rolls the thing up. Bye. Thank you. Have a good day. And just totally destroys it. And just annihilates it. Yeah. Uh, I think, uh, oh, I forgot to put the graphic up. Where's this? All right. There's the listener mail. I, uh, I took a picture of this. (laughs) (laughs) Obviously that's not what the burger looked like, but how hung I, man, it's so crazy to me because, um, I feel like we would know, right? Any person would should know if you have a burger and there's no meat on it. Yeah. I would think so. That makes no, I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's crazy. That's yeah. Crazy. And they never said anything, never complained, never noticed. Just, <laughs> look, if you don't notice that kind of stuff, like you need to slow down and or, take some bites. Or like they did her a favor. Yeah. Right. That, <laughs> That's what I'm wrong? saying with the milk. That... Like, don't judge me. I'm not the bad guy here. Listen. I'm giving a crap about your health. And and look, I'm not saying that this was her because we didn't get all of those details. And so I don't know. But all I'm saying is that for me personally, if I'm a fat cow, Right. And I go to a burger place every day because I'm addicted to these burgers. And that's obviously not helping my health. Okay. And, and the uh, person making the food said, I'm going to help John out and I'm going to give him, you know, a burger with nothing but veggies in it. If I don't know, if I actually eat that and it's like, oh man, yeah. Hey, good work. Compliments to the chef. You did me a favor. (laughs) You know what I mean? Hey, wait, I could just eat veggies. (laughs) I, because Guys, that are you that solves like, so many problems. I like salad. <laughs> I never knew. This is okay. <laughs> I All feel right. Like, I feel like it's safe to tell these stories right now because it is the champions of cancel culture are the ones wanting to mandate health decisions for people. That's right. And so I'm just saying, 100%. like, hey, look, man, it's this is the same thing. Like, I'm just mandating that you get non-fat milk. If your uh, body mass index is out of whack. That's right. So, I love <laughs> that you all are wanting to take health seriously. Yes. Um, and that's fantastic. And you know? and on the other side, there's people who are suddenly concerned about their long-term health who have never, never, ever, ever given a crap. And, right. uh, <laughs> and so I that's just right. want to help you be your, your newfound concern for your long-term yes. health consequences of what you put in your body so maybe there should be some people nowadays some uh some veggie vigilante uh, (laughs) justice warriors (laughs) working these fast food places and just leave the meat off some of these people's judgment calls and that goes for me too if i come through and i'm looking a little too thick uh then hey you know what feel free to skip the meat for me (laughs) just make that choice okay oh uh hey i'll apply it to myself too Oh, that's too uh, good. Okay, we got uh, another one here. This one came in from uh, a longtime listener, a uh, longtime listener of the Mad Podcast. Uh, David sent this in, and this was a post from the FDA's. Uh, I can't remember if this was Twitter or Instagram. Okay, uh, but this is the FDA. Okay, it's a picture of a horse, and this is I. So I didn't. It, it's about, it says the caption is if you're not. Oh, I should put this on yeah, the screen. Yeah, just throw it up. Watching. Throw it up. Yeah, I can't see oh. it. I, uh, there we go. Uh, 
there we go. FDA, you're not a horse. Stop, stop, stop it, it with, with the, the ivermectin. ivermectin. It's not authorized for treating COVID. Now, okay. I, okay, so all I had heard about, I didn't really hear about what was going on with this. I heard on a news show that there were, that there have been reports of people going to like, horse stables or trying to like pay vets under the table to administer or just give them ivermectin. And so I've seen some of these funny memes going around about this, uh, but I didn't really know. I I had never heard of ivermectin. I haven't really been following this. Um, But so I sent this to you. I said, Hey, we got some listener mail and you, you actually did a little research and then it kind of like made this not as funny to me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really fun at parties. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Fact Check over here. Well, no, uh, so, share with the good people, John. What did what did you find? Well, on this? He, here's the thing, right? Um, I think if we're talking about conspiracy theorists in general, and and I'm always a proponent of questioning, question everything, right? Do research, apply critical thinking. Yes. But when but 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 people that that wear the tinfoil hats and and have the conspiracy theories, I, I think they all um, gen, generally agree that. Uh, this machine, which is the government, has kind of molded or melded into something that's really designed to protect this this like power class, you know, and if we want to call it the one percent, um, whatever, whatever you might want to call it. But there's people in power that are making a ton of money. Uh, Pfizer CEO, who is now a billionaire after this last, you know, um, year of, of COVID vaccines is is a, a great example. Um but but the machine that has been built now to protect these elite forces are going to do the, it's going to do what it's designed to do which is which is protect and that that means push the narrative and the message that protects their interests while suppressing information and and the narrative that is opposing their interests so anytime i see something that feels like it it's potentially part of that machine um, I question it. I get skeptical. Sure. So when I saw that, I'm laughing, but it's like, wait, the FDA posts this, like, you're not a horse. Stop it with the ivermectin. Yeah. 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 Like, is there anything behind that? Where is this coming from? And so, um, it so seems I did more I, like something the, the Wendy's Twitter account would uh, right. post because they're like <laughs> right. notoriously savage. Yes. On, uh, yes, on their exactly. Social. That's right. And, and so I, I just started looking up, dude, I found a, um, a got, a, a got a dot gov, uh, site, um, that is the, uh, American journal of therapeutics. Um, and through this study, um, you know, I, I got some information. Ivermectin is a well-known medicine that is approved as an antiparasitic by the world health organization and is approved for, for use in humans by the FDA, by the U S food and drug administration, right. by the it's, same FDA that that's, is putting that's knocking this... it. Yeah. Um, it's widely used in low and income, uh, low and middle income countries to treat warm infections. It's also used for the treatment of scabies and lice. Um, and is considered one of the World Health Organization's essential medicines. In huh. addition to its antiparasitic activity, it has been noted to have antiviral and anti-inflammatory properties as well, leading to an increasing list of therapeutic indications. Then on that website, which is the American Journal of Therapeutics, there is a peer-reviewed study done, um, and it's by a bunch of doctors, Andrew Bryant, Teresa Laurie, Tony Tham, and they all have letters after their names that I have no idea what all these letters mean, but I'm sure it means they've done a a ton of schooling to get where they're at. 
And this study is called Ivermectin for Prevention and Treatment of COVID-19 Infection, a Systematic Review, Meta-Analysis, and Trial Sequential Analysis to Inform Clinical Guidelines. And, and the data sources here shows that 24 randomized controlled trials involving 3,500 participants met review inclusion. And they basically found that there, there is some evidence that this could be used to successfully treat or mitigate, um, prevent and mitigate the damages or, 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 um, you know, you catching, catching COVID. Um, and so I don't know, I don't know if it is or not. I'm not, I'm not one of the ones making these decisions. I just think it's important for us to, to question. And, and what seems like a, a logical line of reasoning is that if there are people out there who are hesitant, and they do feel that it's because it's this big machine that's just pushing something on us that meets a political, you know, narrative or yeah. or whatever. Um, then it could stand a reason that one of the reasons this this message is being marketed to the folks about you're not a horse, stop it with the ivermectin, um, is because you know that machine doesn't own ivermectin. Right, that right. I, ivermectin as a drug is widely available, obviously cheap. It's regularly used in low and middle income countries for a reason. And so if there's this cheap medicine available that could help, well, that doesn't help, you know, Pfizer's CEO become a billionaire. Sure. And I'm not saying that I agree with all that. Like, right, right. I, but, but, but it <clears throat> does stand the, the reason that that's that the should, other side. That's right. That that would be what guides those people to think that way. And and if if that's their line of reasoning, the FDA coming out with a, a picture of a horse and saying stop it with the ivermectin, you're not a horse, doesn't help those people. You know what I mean? Say like, oh, you know what? You're right. Dang it! Yeah. Like technically, it, the COVID vaccine hasn't been approved for use of on children. Right. It's right? So, like, like this is it's just continuing the divide. And yeah. and it's um it's the same thing the same attitude I had about um climate change. Maybe that's a really hot topic to, to bring up. Um, you know, get it hot, hot topic. Cause oh, I see what you're getting. Yeah. Jeez. Um, uh, so, <laughs> tough crowd. Um, I know. people that, that, you know, like if, if you question, if I question, I'll use me as an example. If I said, Hey, I, I, I question the science, like the, the, the science involved in, in the, 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 declarations we're making around climate change. It's like, well, no, you're an idiot. Like the science is settled. You know, it's, it's, it's a fact. 99 plus percent of scientists agree. It's like, well, well, no, 99% of scientists agree that the climate is changing. Right. Right. Um, right. There is dissenting <clears throat> viewpoints amongst climate scientists, people On that have invested much way more than you and me. People are impacting. That That's right. Difference. Like these are doctors. Sure at that level in that field that are starting to question and say, well, wait, no, the climate's changing. We're just saying, we don't know how much of it is us that is impacting it. But the mass, they don't, they don't think about that. They don't know. They just see a headline and it's like, no, science has settled climate, you know, climate change. We need to do all these things, you know, and, and, and fix it. And it's our fault. And, and that's kind of how I feel about this, right? Is it's like, we're, we're shutting down, um, opposing viewpoints and mocking and making fun of them when, um, you know, questioning, I think is, is appropriate if we're going to apply critical, critical thinking to it, which is the scientific process. 
That's right. That's right. That's like, dude. That's the whole peeve. thing is like peer reviewed journal articles. What peer reviewed means is you that's published right. it and then people try to poke holes in it. A doctoral dissertation is you don't go and give a presentation on your dissertation. You have to defend. Yes. It's called yes. defending your dissertation. So yep. like you have to go <laughs> make a claim yes. of a new, especially for PhD, it's specifically contributing to new knowledge, new learning, right? That's right. That's right. And you have to go while people, while other like brilliant people try to poke holes in your theories. That's the scientific That's process. Science. And now yes. anytime that anybody questions anything nowadays, it's just, oh, you just you're you, a science you denier. You just deny the science. You don't trust the science. Dude, that's a new pet peeve over the last uh, couple of years now. Um, you know, like irregardless when somebody says it irregardless drives me crazy. <laughs> it's it's that sort of thing. The science is settled. Yeah. Trust the science. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <sighs> science is questioning. If we had if we had argued that the science is settled and we're just supposed to trust the science, we'd still be using leeches. Right sure. to to Blood get letting. rid of my yeah to get to get rid of my <laughs> my uh, cold yeah um so it's it's crazy to me that that it's like we're we're using that as a cudgel to stop people like we want to beat people into submission so they don't apply critical thinking anymore when yeah. critical thinking isn't bad um here's here's another fun example I mean it's not but you know it's an example uh everybody loves to bash and I'm one of them you know Jenny McCarthy. Right. I think who was one of the pioneers of this whole anti-vax. Did you say bash movement. or smash? <laughs> you know, hey, it's a tomato, tomato. She, <laughs> um, uh, are you are you is she getting singled out right now? Well, I'm not right now, but do you know, do you remember that old MTV show? <laughs> yes. Singled yes, out I with remember. her and Chris Hardwick. Her and Chris Hardwick. Chris uh, Hardwick is hilarious. And I, I've loved his podcast, but I did not watch that show because of his jokes. Um. Well, you remember she was the one that had the whole uh, uh, your the, the the vaccines that we give our children gave my kid autism. Oh, sure and, sure. and and that, you know, it's like, OK, that sounds ridiculous. And and I think um, that was pretty much has been now studied and reviewed and like, no, that's not your the vaccine is not not giving you uh, autism. But what I do remember coming out in that um in that questioning right in the in the conspiracy theorist kind of way of her raising all of these flags and drawing public attention to it is that our flu vaccines had mercury in them hmm. and and there's like of, of any study that has been done about mercury in the human body none of them are good you know what I mean? Right. Like there's there's no study that says there could be a single benefit and in fact what what i i believe we know is that once mercury enters your body and goes basically up to your brain, it doesn't it doesn't leave like it stays with you for the rest of your your life. So you're and saying when I broke the thermometer open when I was a kid and I played with that stuff, that's, potentially... that's probably not good, <laughs> Pro probably not great. Um, and so uh, so to me, it's like, OK, yes, was was she uh, crazy and out of line in, in some ways? I mean, probably from from the sounds of it. But the fact that she was questioning and raising attention to it now affords me the opportunity to go in when I get my flu shot and say, I want the one that doesn't have mercury as a preservative in it. Oh, gotcha. Right? Like a good thing can come from people questioning, even if sure. their questioning seems like it's a little bit crazy. Sure. Right? So is it a little crazy that somebody's saying a horse vaccine, not a vaccine, but you know, a horse treatment can help with COVID? I'm, yeah, I mean, to me, it sounds it sounds crazy. Well, so let's but keep in mind, maybe so there's the, something that comes from it. 
the thing that people are hopping on and making fun of is they're making fun of it as if it it's just the people who are going to horse stables and like sure, trying to sure. and trying to like steal this medicine or buy yeah, it yeah, off yeah. of some you know vet with that's right you know you know with not yeah uh, unethical vet or something and self administer it right yep like yep. Th- those are the people that they're attacking and a hundred percent for sure don't do that don't but you just, well, don't give you it to what? yourself no 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 I I love the standpoint a, of do it right no. do it do it one hundred percent do it thin the herd Look, is that we, what you're... yeah thin the herd we live in a world where people are chewing on Tide Pods, right? Yeah. Because because they think that that it's fun. You know, um, Trump made a comment about bleach killing COVID. And uh, we looked up an article um, from the CDC and the CDC had done a study and 4% of the respondents actually admitted to drinking diluted bleach yeah. to try and fend off COVID. These people exist, yeah. right? And so, so I, the way I think is just let them let these people do what they're going to do and it's not even so much about we're better off as a community because I don't want I don't want to like I don't really have a thin the herd mentality but I don't <laughs> think that we should be yeah I know um, uh, a coworker once asked me who my favorite marvel superhero was and I said Thanos <laughs> he was like no I said superhero I said yeah Thanos yeah he cut the traffic in he, he half had it. He had it. He had it. Everybody's out. commute got like, yeah, sure. Sorry, your mom just like disintegrated, but your commute got a heck of a lot shorter to work the next day. But what's what's happening here, right? With with the 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 politicizing and the lines in the sand and the polarizing and the clickbaits and all of that is that we aren't coming together as a country and all of us making fun of the four percent that are gargling bleach. Right. We're not. No, what right. we're doing is we're looking at headlines and we're thinking people gargle bleach equals right wing. Right. Sure, sure, or sure. or yeah. whatever, whatever, whatever we could say against the left. And then it's and so now it's like, wait, you're against you, you're questioning the the efficacy, the re- reliability. Yeah. You're questioning whether or not you should get the vaccine. And you think of that person as somebody that's drinking bleach and you're, and so it's like this, this amazing awareness or, or revelation yeah. of like, I didn't even know who you were. You're one well, of those. And that's, the, that's crazy to me. The thing is that people like that gets lost in the, in the, in just like the, the kind of just stereotyping the yes. different sides is that it's not people with like mullets and MAGA hats who go to <laughs> Sasquatch Fest uh, that are the ones claiming ivermectin can, you know, is showing positive results treating right. COVID. It's doctors. It's doc. There's doctors. It's doctors doing there are that, right? Studies out there, right? Now, there so might what do we be, say? Are they crazy? Yeah, there I, might I be know. some dummies going to the horse stables, buying this crap off of people and giving themselves a jab of it. And I still maintain like, that's, don't do that. That's okay? crazy. We're trying to talk a vet into giving it to you like, okay, you know what? Go to a human doctor. And if a human doctor <laughs> says this is going to help you and then like, okay, then maybe give it a try. But like, if uh, you're so, if you're so motivated by your own fear, right. That you are actually willing to go to a vet or a horse stable and try to purchase a drug in a, in a needle that was made for an animal so that you could plunge it into yourself, not knowing the dosing, what it's going to do, what any like if you're so motivated because you're opposed to the long term uh, consequences right. of a but, potential but like, vaccine. <laughs> that's indicative that there's so much more going on upstairs that needs help. I know, 
I know. right? Like some something's wrong, and it's yeah. not like COVID at that point. If you're and I genuinely mean this, as mean as it might sound, if you're if you really are one of those people that you're so you're so motivated by your own fear that you're going to go to a vet and plunge something into yourself, COVID is is the last thing you should be worried about right now. Yeah. Like there's yeah. so many other things that you need, you need help with. Um, but we, we don't get to collectively address those things as a unified America. If we're continually just drawing battle lines and sure. it's like, and it's you know, the same thing. It's the same thing that happened with the hydroxychloroquine. There were actual doctors right. that said, Hey, it looks like this stuff helps shorten the recovery time of COVID. And then, you know, then all kinds of stuff. Then that was politicized because Trump mentioned it. And anything Trump says is bad. That's right. Like That's right. if Trump was for the vaccine, if Trump was the president when the vaccine came out, there would be a, a whole bunch of people who wouldn't trust it. Dude, I who remember are not the same people who don't trust it right now. I, I remember specifically when Trump was talking about the vaccine had received approval and he was really pushing to get it, get it out and approved <clears throat> before he uh, his term was up. Right. Because that would be a big, a big deal. I remember specifically when he was talking about that and Nancy Pelosi came out and said um, that she's not going to inject herself with anything that Trump approves. Right. And it's like, so you're already back then. Because the president is the vaccine. approving. He's That's the right. approver of medicine. Right. And it was something like he'd be if anything he's involved in. And it's like, sure. wait, like <laughs> he's in the lab going two drops of boron. Yeah, this is the same three of bleach. This is the same gal that when COVID um, came out and Trump was looking at closing borders and then started closing borders, she did a deal in San Francisco, um, you know, and was like, come to Chinatown, get on, yeah. get on the subway and come to Chinatown. Yeah. It's all about politicizing. Oh, sure. Right. And so it's crazy that that um, one side. Well, I think everybody does it. It's this machine, right? This machine that that keeps us divided by. Um, doing the politicizing on one hand and then trying to gaslight and make the other side seem crazy for politicizing it on the other. Yeah. Like it's yeah, all yeah. this, it's all this, this, you know, conglomerate that's working against us. And, and the longer we fall for it, um, you know, the, the more they win. All right. So if you've got any listener mail that you want uh, to send in, maybe you've got a question, a comment, a response to something that's two knuckleheads said maybe you don't maybe you disagree with us on something that's impossible you you want to <laughs> you want to refute rebut repudiate that sounds like a word I'm not sure I what it means uh, get made fun of yeah just no you're gonna get made fun you disagree with us all you want send an email john and nick show at gmail.com and uh we will uh oblige what, yeah we'll make like snoop dogg and drop it like it's hot <laughs> Okay, uh, right. let's let's move on. Uh, so I'm going to use this just because I really like this little thing, but it's it's not so much news as some odd stories that I found. Okay, we got found odd amazing. stories. But I'm going to play the You've Got News thing because I we just should, like it I so much. I was going to say we should also have a kind of an odd news thing because it seems like you find those a lot. I do, I do. Okay, yeah, I'll probably need, I'll need to do another one. All right. So here we go. You've got news. Yeah, buddy. Uh, <laughs> okay, this first one. This is great. In Wisconsin, Wisconsin, backseat cows spotted in Wisconsin McDonald's drive-thru line. <laughs> okay. Now, I'm going to play the video. There's no audio to this video, so uh, uh, don't adjust your speakers. If you're watching this on uh, you on the YouTubes, uh, okay. you can see this here. 
Okay, you'll see there's a car. They're okay, zooming this in. Is so this a is a McDonald's drive through yes. and a live freaking cow in somebody's backseat. Yeah. Okay. You see it blink. It's it's real. And they're just, just and this is a, she's just showing the cow its future home. Like that's what she, that's hey, check it out. You what's know, crazy, this is, is where you're going one day. It is not like a truck. This is not like a van oh, with somebody's, you know, Buick sedan. sedan. <laughs> <laughs> and they just pushed a cow. a cow in there. A cow in the back seat. The actual story pretty much just says the person spotted it, thought it was a fake cow, and then sees it moving. Sure. Uh, her moving, John. That's funny. If, if, thanks. No, I get thanks. it. Do you, do, do you want me to? Because it's the like joke? the cat, like the move, but moving. <laughs> that's, that's exactly right. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They merged uh, the two. That's that was clever. Yeah, I just wonder, like, what? Okay, why was this cow in the back seat? Were they taking it to the vet? Like, this is just they didn't have a truck, or was this cow misbehaving? And they were like, "Look, you either shape up, or this is your future." <laughs> That's right. You get it together, or we're cutting you up. Yeah. Oh my goodness. And, and what did all, they get? Did they actually eat a hamburger in the front seat with the cow in the back, smelling? you know burned flesh or did they feed brethren. it do they feed it to the cow like make it cannibalize i mean look man as messed up as it sounds um i used to work across the street from a uh, uh, uh is it crematory cre cre oh crematory. yeah 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 is that how you say it i think so um crematorium a crematorium that might be i think that oh, sounds wow. that sounds more accurate uh Dude, you would know when somebody's getting cooked because it smells it smells like straight up barbecue. Yeah. It smells delicious. <laughs> no, I mean for real. It's like, oh my God, who where is this? Who is cooking right now? This is this is fantastic. And then you look over and you see the smokestacks just pumping. Oh God, that's that's somebody and and dude, the, the cremation the place has we have the meats. That's right. <laughs> and the reality is because look, we're all we're all waiting in the same line. Okay. Sure. We're all waiting in the same line. We don't know when our turn is. But the reality is uh the a fact, a fun fact, if you will, is that at at a certain stage of every time somebody gets cremated. The meat is perfectly cooked. Oh, jeez! It is right at at a, at a certain point. Like, yeah, man, that and and so I think that cow would would go go down on some some hamburger for sure because it's just, delicious. And even if they were feeding the hamburger <laughs> a hamburger to a cow, that's not the part that would offend me. It's that it would be a McDonald's one. <laughs> and is it really even hamburger? That's true. We, we don't know. Yeah, you know. We just found out that Subway uh, tuna fish doesn't even have any fish in it. So we don't know. We don't know. Where, oh, where the we're Subway people anymore. refute that one. They're like, that, that something is not right with this. Like they feel like they're, I don't know. Oh, they did. They're, they're, yeah, they're, they, they're like that? refuting that. They're Good like, what lab were you like? It's right. It's tuna fish. That's the thing. They're like, no, we have to provide the fish yeah. to be sampled. And yeah. then, you know, big surprise. It actually has <clears throat> fish in it. Uh, here's another one, John. Uh, let's put this up here. This one's kind of more up your alley. Oh, great. Uh, video game projected on Las Vegas tower. That breaks lame. Guinness <laughs> record. Like, this is up your, your alley. Uh, oh, I was you're like, so what, what did they, uh, what did they so, actually break a record for? 
the largest um makers of a video game garena i don't know if i'm saying that right free fire fire so you're not uh, familiar Um, with that game i don't know how to pronounce if i'm saying garena right but i am i am familiar with it so uh if if you're familiar with fortnite um what they what they refer to that is a battle royale game which uh started with fortnite and it it's actually the 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 concept of all battle royale games even though the number of players vary it's you or either you and a friend or a small group you get dropped onto a map and it's just you against other people um until the last one standing that's 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 the concept of a battle royale so then counter strike is not like a battle no it's not counter strike would be a competitive team-based shooter Okay. And so those are like uh, strict teams of five or six. I'm not, I don't play Counter-Strike, but that's the concept, right? Think okay, small, okay. think small teams. And it's, it's my team of five against that team of five. I went um, to a LAN cafe in Portland when I was in college 20 years ago and played Counter-Strike. Uh, yeah. You would just pay like 10, 15 bucks and you got like an hour, a couple hours. You're like, you just paid per uh, the hour. I gotcha. Yeah. 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 That was pretty um, cool. And so, yeah, Battle Royale is, uh, and, and it's really interesting too. Um, Fortnite, uh, I was, I was joking how this is, sounds like, shouldn't sound like it's right up my alley. And, and now I'm like, yeah, go, go. yeah. I like how you're like, I don't <laughs> well, play games well, actually, that much. Let me, let me educate you here. <laughs> well, I'll look at all the history of the video game. What's really interesting. For, Fortnite was created and I, um, I backed it, uh, when it was still in development and, uh, thought it, it was really cool because, what it was was essentially this bait. It was a cooperative survival base builder where it's like you had to build these little bases to protect something. And then when you activated it, all these like zombies and mobs would come and try to kill that. And you had to fend mm. them off by shooting them, laying down traps, whatever. We were like plants and, versus zombies. I love that game. Yeah, kind of. Right. And and so it was um, it it was this really neat a buddy of mine and I we played it uh, quite a bit and and it was at one point in their development they released this addition to that game almost as just like a, a a different fun expansion they were messing around with there was nothing like it at the time and it was this we're taking all the stuff that we had put together but now you're going to take your guy and instead of protecting something against hordes of zombies we're just going to drop you on a map with other people and you guys are all going to fight and it's like hunger games you know last one last one standing you still have the base building mechanics you could still have the traps that you lay down but it's just every man for themselves and the last one standing wins mm. and that took off like i mean like wildfire this thing it became well the dances like the like dude every single like high school dance that i've chaperoned it's like you've got a bunch of yeah it's a bunch of like all the like the nerdy gamer boys who normally would never have danced at a dance they're all they're all doing doing the floss and the yeah yeah they're all doing they're all doing the Fortnite dances in fact uh one of the teachers uh that i taught with uh has a youtube channel uh Shout out to Cheeseball Bill. Give him a follow. Uh, where like all, if Fortnite is like his jam. And yeah. so like he does that and he he goes live and stuff. And so like students who have him uh for class will go on and play him and he just thrashes them. Like That's he'll awesome. absolutely destroy him. And he's talking <laughs> trash the whole time. And so anytime he would say something, like get mad and yell something, uh, like the kids would they would snap or snip just that little piece. 
yeah. and they like turned that into like this meme. And so like it finally got annoying. I was like, guys, stop playing that clip. Cause it'd be like randomly in the back of the classroom. I'd hear, I'd hear uh, my friend Billy's uh, voice all of a sudden like, are you kidding me? Somebody give me a shotgun and we'll see what's up then. And I'm just like, <laughs> come on, come on. Uh, oh, that's awesome. It was just hilarious. So Dude, he got it was, like super into it, super it, into it. It was fascinating to me because we're talking about a lot of money and a lot of talent going into developing something. And they had a clear vision of what they wanted for the game. And all of a sudden the market essentially told them, no, this is what we wanted, right? They did this They did this kind of outlandish at the time. Like, yeah, let's just throw it out because it's something we could add and it's kind of fun while we're working on the actual game. Mm. And and it took off so much that it became the actual game. And, so crazy. And, and the, the part that they had been mm. developing, now when you play Fortnite, that's, that's still there. But that now feels like an afterthought. Well, and, so and that's, that's like that's GoldenEye. Remember on Nintendo 64, GoldenEye? Yeah, oh, when, of course. Like yeah. when we were in high school. And uh, you could play the missions. And I think I played like a few of that's them. Right. <laughs> that's but, like, right. but that's not what like, people were is... signing up for. No, it was pretty much just like you get four of your, you get three other buddies. Yep. Bring yep. your controllers over. And it's just, you know, uh, just that four way like battle kind of a thing. And like right. the multiplayer, that was the first time, first game that I'd really had where it was like multiplayer like that. Yep. And you're on those small TV. Remember when all of our TVs were freaking squares oh, and then you had like yeah. your little, and then you get the peekers like stop peek. Don't be screen peeking and yep. seeing where I'm hiding. That's right. Uh, That's right. Oh man. But so that was kind of like that where like they just That's... threw that multiplier thing in as an aside, and but they were really became... proud of the whole game and all the levels. But I didn't know yeah. anybody who ever actually like played that That's whole right. game. It was just multiplayer. Yes. And so, um, so that uh, spawned the whole battle Royale, you know, genre. And now everybody so there's like PUBG. I know that's PUBG, another one. Uh, came out. Um, Apex Legends uh, okay. is a popular one that came out. Call of Duty now is jumping on that um, with oh, okay. Zone, and, and so they have their own battle royale now. And so this one that that set the record, Garena Free Fire, my understanding never played it and I never would, frankly. But my understanding is that is the biggest battle royale type game where you drop in and fight other people to the last one standing for mobile oh, okay and I'm, okay and i'm not a big fan of games on my phone yeah. um but i've i have seen that game it looks to me like a low budget version of fortnite which is funny because i think fortnite looks a little like the aesthetically a little low budget anyways like that's yeah. the, the that's the the um style they're going for this looks even even less in my opinion so it's it's not a game i would ever play but i am i am familiar with it so the record that they set was largest screen. Okay. Um, yeah, measured 46,733 square feet. See, I don't know. Uh, more I don't than know what... doubling the previous record of 19,000. And then 1.6 million lumens of light off their projector. Uh, so that was the most, the largest number of lumens ever created by. That's kind of silly. That's like a, that's a, um, that's a second record that you broke kind of by default. Right. You have to have that if you're going to break to the throw first it one. that bright. Yeah, right. But it seems to me and I don't know, I, you know, this this sound this is probably uh, in a whole thing to say um, just because I'm not super familiar with the, the scope of what it would take. But but just theoretically, I feel like that sounds like a really simple one to break. Sure. 
right? Like just get, get more projectors, get a, get a or, bigger. Or just back it up, back the projector up five feet. What if they just, what if they did that? What if they're like, <laughs> wait, we broke the record, uh, but I think we could break it even more. Hey, hey guys on the radio, can you just back this thing up three feet? You know, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, you know, oh, boom, we got 10%, got it. 10 yeah. added right there. Yeah. Um, I, so you mentioned this is a game you haven't played. I literally, so like I hardly ever, I used to play like plants versus zombies and stuff with my kids when I yeah, first yeah. got them, the Xbox one. Uh, and then like, as they got older and like, and mostly my son plays now uh, and he got really good at gaming and I'm like, all right, you're no fun to play with. Cause you just headshot kill me like yeah, every time. Yeah. Um, pretty much the, when I am in a video game mood, the only thing I play John is the super Nintendo emulator that you gave me. That's the, and I'm just a, like, all right, let's play some turtles in time. Let's, uh, which is you awesome. Know, right? You know, dude, speaking of fighter, Mario world, still great. So I found this sounds horrible and, and I, I don't know, maybe, I mean, a lot of people are probably gonna think I'm an idiot for this, but what I find is I don't have the patience anymore to like get into games for a long amount of time. But what I'll do is like at night, um, if I'm trying to unwind and like get ready for bed type of thing, <clears throat> I'll put Twitch on. And I'll watch somebody else play a video game. Oh, that's okay? funny. That's what I, so I, I don't even play them myself anymore, but I still will take time and watch other, other people play. And I was watching somebody play a game. This was just last night. Kid you not. And, uh, and I was floored. I almost texted you, but it was like 11 o'clock at night and I didn't want to wake, wake you up. Um, in the, in the chat, as this person is playing and interacting with their, their fan base, Somebody asked if they um, had a, 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 ever played a Super Nintendo. And and he was like, SNES? He was like, no, I never I never messed with the SNES. He was like, we didn't even have that in my house. Like, maybe my dad had that in his house when he was a kid. Oh, but man. like, that's not that's not something that I've ever I've ever messed. And I was like, what the hell? <laughs> like, are we <laughs> are we actually at that stage where people are like, maybe my dad had one when he was a child? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Oh, dude, I turned it off. I felt like, what am I doing? Like, that was the wake up moment. Why yeah. am I watching this person? <laughs> Why am I contributing to, to this? Um, dude, so that's, I how, kid you not. that's how old we are. Sometimes. So my daughter, she had played. Uh, I busted out the old uh, it was on the it was on that emulator, but. It's got yeah, the yeah. the regular Nintendo. It had the yeah, Micro it's got, Machines it's got game. Nintendo. It's got Sega. It had Super Nintendo. It it, it that uh, yeah yeah. It's got a lot on there. My daughter and I were playing the Micro Machines racing game. Yeah, and that game, man, that brought back memories because I like I killed hours playing that game. Yeah, uh, like the little bathtub level and <laughs> stuff that was in the boat. You know they're coming out with a new one for the PlayStation Five. Ah, geez. It'll come out on the Xbox as well and probably PC. I don't know. But um, but I uh, Liam and I saw it the other day and Liam really wanted it. And I was like, man, it does look fun and it brings back memories because it's like up, but it's upgraded, obviously, sure. to um, today's standards. I was like, but they want $50 for it. Ugh. And I guarantee it could be the most fun game anybody's ever played. Guarantee within three months that thing's on sale. Oh, sure. And I was like, sure, so, sure. I was like so we're going to wait. And, yeah. and I'm not saying no to, to us playing that game together, but I, I'm waiting until it goes on sale. I'm not yeah. spending $50. Well, on it's that. funny. Every once in a while, Ellie will ask me like, hey, dad, can we play some of those pixelated games? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you mean Nintendo? Like, what? what? You mean our entire childhood? 
you yeah, just so, you just insulted can we play some of those pixely games i'm just like <laughs> okay you've played minecraft okay so don't oh, be judging i know game. right now Freaking now people Roblox. choose they choose that that um like it's a, a stylistic choice and it's I like that's all we had when i got them that xbox one when they were little and it was like the most sophisticated gaming machine that's yeah. ever been invented and the graphics are the most sophisticated of all time and they're playing freaking minecraft yes. And I'm like, yes. this looks like Atari. Like, this That's... is like Pitfall. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, Pitfall had better graphics than I this. Was, I was cracking up because uh, I'm I'm one of the lucky ones that ha uh, got a PS5. And I got a PS5 fairly early um, after, after it had launched. Well, when I got it, one of the games that I was actively playing with Liam was Minecraft. And so it cracked me up that, like, the, one of the first games I'm downloading on this playstation 5 is yeah. minecraft it's yeah it's like what are we what are we doing <laughs> uh, all right i got one more i got one i think we oh got okay time yeah for one more day. yeah yeah we got we got like seven minutes all right here we go this guy <laughs> look at this guy god uh it's like i want to i want to not like him already just looking at his face but it's like he's riding a peloton ride with craig <laughs> okay uh virginia man wins million dollar lottery prize Seven years after winning a two and a half million dollar lottery jackpot. This here's, is insane. And here he is. He here's said, what I'm what I'm curious about. Did he have any of the two and a half million from seven years ago left? It doesn't say. He, you yeah, know what I mean? Say in the article. But I wondered that, too. Like, was he broke? I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't look well. Like right there in that picture. <laughs> Like, I, if, look, I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to judge, but I'm just saying he would have got nonfat milk. Yes. But see, here's, here's my stance. If I, if I had two and a half million from the lottery, I'm going to look however I want. <laughs> I'm, I'm, you know what I mean? That's true. I, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to do me and, uh, and I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to care about it, but I'm, I'm curious now because, uh, well, one, I hate that. Like, what are we doing wrong? What are we doing wrong in life that there's people out here winning that type of money more than once? Apparently what it is, we're not, we're not participating in the lottery. Sure. I'm not, I, was, I don't, I don't I was ever buy. Ask was, do you play? Have you ever? No. Okay. No, I don't. I don't buy lottery. The tickets, only so. time I've ever played like scratchets or anything is when I've gotten them. Like um, my mother-in-law would buy those for us, like for stocking stuffers around yeah, Christmas, yeah, yeah. just kind of like as a fun thing. And right. uh, so like, that's the only time I have never in my life bought a lottery ticket. Uh, and when people are like Powerball's up to 800 million, you going to play? Right. I'm like, no, like maybe one time. Um, I think the only time that I bought a ticket was when like, it was one of those like Powerball's up to this crazy number and people at work were going to do it. And they, and somebody at work was like, well, we got a pool together and there's five of us and we're all pitching in to buy tickets. And if any of the tickets win, we're all going to split the money. And it was yeah. like, sure, add another ticket and I'll, I'll jump in that. And I don't think yeah. anybody won anything. Um, yeah. that's the, that's the, that's the only time, but I am curious because, uh, I remember seeing, I don't know if it was a study or I'm sure there have been, or, or there's just statistics out there that exist. It's some crazy high percentage of people that become millionaires, um, through the lottery. Oh, who that, are bankrupt. That, yeah. Within like one year. Yeah. Like are well, just absolutely destitute. So there's two um, things that are interesting in this article that, bring, that brings us up. One, uh, well, first of all, one is that he won it 
off 7-Eleven store, Butt Station Butt Road. Butt Station Road what? in Chesapeake. I mean, look Butt at this Station guy. Butt Station Road. It definitely looks like he hangs out at Butt Station. I wonder Station. If, he, if he, did he get both of them from Butt Station Road? Or was that just, that's probably, they're just talking about the most recent one. Yeah. Sometimes. Say that's, uh, well, but then, I, yeah. Here, here's what he says. Uh, Worsham said his winnings will allow him to make some investments, investments. and take care of his kids. Great. John. If you if you haven't taken care of your kids with the two and a half million dollar lottery yeah, ticket doing? winning, like yeah, what? How is a million gonna help? And like, what did you do with the two and a half and it, million? Right, investments. Like the dude. I mean, I'm man. gonna invest in some uh, meth. I'm going to like <laughs> what? What are or you just doing really here? bad or just really bad stocks, right? Like, is he somebody chasing crypto and and uh, penny stocks and like he bought Dogecoin know. when it was 40 cents and now it's uh, 20. Right. right and it's like, oh, crap, what mm. am I going to do? And and I'm buying lottery tickets and hey, I made a million. Um, it's fascinating to me, man. Uh, like what what are they doing with their money? And, um, you know, it's one of those that I always think about, like if for some reason I I could come into money like that. I feel like we would be okay. I wouldn't be one of the people that it's like I'm bankrupt in, in a year yeah. and having to figure out how to take care of my kids. Um, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know what kind of pressures, what kind of experience comes from, you know, publicly announcing that you just won, uh, sure, you know, yeah. a couple yeah, million yeah. dollars and not to mention, and, like, if you take the lump sum, like capital gains, that's like right. half yeah, of that, all of that, almost half of that's going to taxes. See, but I've, I've talked to some friends about that, that are really into investing and, um, you know, uh, had friends that have, have done very, very well for themselves. And it's always come up. It's like, dude, if you make a million dollars in stocks, you know, you immediately essentially have to give $350,000 to the government. Yeah. Right. And, and I, I have the same mentality with that as I do, as I do with this. It's like, I don't know what that would feel like. Like, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I would be sick to my stomach, you know, having to write a $350,000 check and just hand it right over to the U S government. I don't know. But that is definitely one of those problems that I'm willing to try on. Sure. And just like, just like see how it fits. Yeah. Like see if I <laughs> see if I see if I could get through it some way. And if I would be like okay in the long run. You yeah. know what I mean? If I if I could if I could have the million and sign over 350,000 of it and keep the 650 on the other end, I'm willing to try that out. I'm willing yeah. to try it at least, you know, at least well, once. Well, that's the that's the thing is like you know, with that two and a half million, even if half went away and then yeah. even if you gave yeah. another five hundo away, like right. you still had plenty enough money where like your, your kids should be, there should be some college fund for them. I know grand scheme of things, a million dollars today does not mean you never have to work again. Exactly. Right. right? But it 100% means like I'm, I'm in complete control over what I want to do when I want to do it and how, how I want to do it to, to, you know what I mean? Gives it, you some options. 100%. It's like, man, the world, you know, could go bad. Um, but if I had the million and I could, you know, pay off debt and, and the house and everything, dude, I could go, I could go be a barista somewhere and still provide for my family. Sure. You know, it's just making, making uh, responsible financial decisions but yeah i i don't know it was just crazy though that the you know like i i even said this i think i said this in the last week uh i told somebody about like oh knowing my luck 
this will happen or something or something weird happened. It was like, yeah, yeah, I can't believe that happened either. And I'm going to go buy a lottery ticket. Right. Like, cause it's that whole, like, Oh, what are the odds? This guy, like for him, if he's like, I'm going to go buy the lottery ticket. Like I think he's at the point now where he can say playing the lottery regularly is a actual like investment. Opportunity that's his, for him. yeah, that's his right? profession. Like, <laughs> it's got, that's got, he's a professional lottery player. Yeah. Like that's, I don't play cause I'm is. like, yeah, it's not an investment opportunity. It's a whatever this guy, I don't know. His, his he, luck seems to be a little different. I have one uh, quick karma story um, that, that sticks with me after all these years. And, um, and it, it had to do with odds. Uh, I was in, I'm thinking about where we lived at the time. I would have been in first grade. Okay. And there was a, a weekend where um, my my brother and his friend and I were riding our bikes in front of the house. And all we were doing was circles, just circle mm. loops, just, you know, go in one driveway out the other into the street. And you're just riding in circles and, and hanging out. And um, I'm riding my bike in first grade. And I remember looking up in the sky and seeing birds fly overhead. And I immediately thought to myself, how funny that would be if one of those birds pooped on my brother's friend. <laughs> and I kid you not, no more than 10 seconds later, a giant pile of bird crap landed on my face. <laughs> and and I, I mean, it was that fast. And I, uh, of course, you know, ran in the house crying and my mom was laughing and got me cleaned up. But it was like, oh, gosh, maybe I shouldn't have thought like, what are the odds of that happening? Should have bought a lotto ticket. But, you know, also don't, you know, don't wish for things like that on uh, on other people well, because I, you might be the one with uh, crap on your face. I was in uh, I was in Vegas for a work conference one time and uh, my my buddy and I, um, we, just the two of us were sent and we ended up winning like we won a couple hundred bucks in a raffle. Like yeah. they were just doing random like drawings and, yeah, and yeah. we won. And and so, you know, we let the boss know and he's like, oh, you guys keep it. You're in Vegas. Go to the tables. Have some fun with it. We're like, OK, so we were playing roulette and we were getting ready to leave because it was pretty late and we still had some money left. And I said, dude, this table has hit. I think it was like black, like seven times in a row. Yes. And I was like, what are the odds it's going to hit at eight? Right. What are well, the odds? Naturally, it's actually like 48% or whatever it works out to be. But yeah, um, so that's what everybody tells me now. <laughs> okay. Now the odds stay the same. Yeah, apparently it's 50-50. I know that now. Well, it's it's like 48-48 because there is a green that is oh, a black true. or right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So at the time though, okay, now. The, the Dude, were, this is you're you're speaking my language. This is exactly what were I coming do when I go to Vegas. People 100%. were coming around with the free beverages, John. So yeah. decision making skills were probably not the sharpest they've <laughs> ever been. Okay. No way. Dude, I'm with you though. It's like, no, it was black seven times seven in times. a row. I know it's 4848, but Does come it, on. No, it's the right. law of averages says how Thank you know. You. There has to be a red that gets looking, thrown in there. I'm looking at the meta story, but roulette literally happens one game at a time. And it's the percentages don't change. And I'm like, Michael, dude, seven yeah. in a row. What are the odds it's going to hit eight? That's He's like, right. should I go all in? Yes. I'm like, yeah. we should go all in, dude. We're going to yes, make a should. ton of money. <laughs> Texas hold himself. We put it all in black. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. 
we get back and we're telling the other sales oh, reps this story. And I'm like, what are the odds? It's going to, they're like, it's like 50, 50, dude. Right. The <laughs> like, odds don't change. Yeah. I know that now. No, I get it. Dude. Uh, <laughs> That part of me, man, oh. I remember I was in I was in the Marines and, and me and a buddy of mine uh, were young and dumb and it was a weekend and we had nothing going on. God, remember those days? And uh, and we we're like, let's just get in a car and just drive and just see what we run into. We were uh, stationed in Southern California. We ended up in Arizona somewhere in, the, in like the desert and we stopped at a at a casino. First time in my young life I had ever even seen a casino, oh, much yeah. less been inside one. And, and so I'm like, yeah, well, let's pull over and go in. And so we pull in and we walk in and I'm blown away all the machines and the lights and the sound. I'm like, this place looks amazing. You know, I, what do you do here? Like, you just supposed to like make money or what? And I remember being with him. We walked He was like, no, watch. He walked up to a machine and he put a dollar into a, a slot machine, puts a dollar in, pulls the handle, immediately wins $5. Hmm. And I'm telling you that like dopamine hit that I got just watching him five was, bucks. was next level. I was like, this is the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I reach and I find my wallet and I pull it out and I look in. I literally only have a dollar to my name. I'm a young, irresponsible, idiot kid. And so I take the dollar. I put it in the slot machine next to him. I pull the lever and I lost my dollar. <laughs> and I, and dude, I... I genuinely thank God for that moment regular because I feel like if I had won, that would have, that would have been the start of yeah. like my downfall. Yeah. And, and now I'm just so against like, no, I, I, I don't want to lose my money. Like, Oh, if I go and I have, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to act like I'm better than or anything crazy like that. Me and buddies, we've taken trips and you go to Vegas, sure. but I'll budget and I'll say, this right. is how much I'm there to lose. And I anticipate that I'm going to show I use up. And the I'm term, lose. I use the term donate, John. That's right. That's right. I'm, I'm a, there to look, have a good time. We're going like to hang out. Like a philanthropist. I'm going to donate <laughs> to these billionaires who own the casino. That's right. That's right. We'll, we'll eat some good food. We'll have some drinks. <laughs> we'll play some some slots. We'll do some roulette, whatever. But but I'm not I'm not here to try and like make my next mortgage payment. Right, right, right. You know, and 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 I, man, yeah, I got. I I still look back at that moment, and I think that that's that saved me from being like a full on like junkie. Well, I went, <laughs> I went back in October with a couple of my old college buddies. Yeah. And, uh, and my friend first day we walk in first casino, we walk into, he pulls out a hundred dollars, puts it into a Buffalo machine. Uh, and it freaking hits for five. He wins 550 bucks. Oh, first, wow. first machine, first day. Like we <laughs> literally just walked into a place. Right. First thing. And I'm like, I'd never played slots or anything. And I was like, oh, these games are easy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you just hit the button? Yeah. <laughs> and they just give you money like that? Yeah, right, right. Why do people play poker? This is stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like, so that was, uh, yeah, different lesson learned. Uh, That's right. That's right. I, same lesson learned. Yeah, yeah. A little more roundabout way for me. Uh, That's right. But all right, John, we're at an hour 40. Should we call yeah, I think this? We're good. Yeah, let's do it, man. All right. Uh, for, I almost said man podcast for the John <laughs> and Nick show. I'm Nick. I'm John. And we'll see you next time. Next time.